All right, welcome back, Bitcoiners. I am your host, Joe Fi, and you are listening or watching the most listened to podcast about Bitcoin by my mom and sisters. And as we come on the air tonight, uh, war has erupted, broken out in Ukraine. Uh, Russia has invaded Ukraine. And I'm sure most of you are up to speed on this, and that's really not what I'm here to talk to you about. But I, we need to see see what what are the factors and and as humans as bitcoiners what 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 can be done to prevent war to prevent the totalitarian takeovers of governments and the the tyrannical rule of people by tyrants uh putin trudeau biden whatever whatever you want to call your tyrant whatever you want to call them uh you know let's look back at history i mean uh Hitler, Stalin, Pol Pot, uh, look at uh, Genghis Khan, uh, you know, uh, Armenia, uh, Rwanda, you know, these just immense, enormous, huge events in history of human suffering. And, uh, you know, there's all factors that lead up to this one and that one, but but when you stop and you start peeling back the layers, what what is the common denominator with all of these dictators, with uh, all of these genocides, or let let's just call them mass human suffering events? What's the common denominator? Okay, yeah, I only see one. The only common denominator is centralized government. And centralized power, if you want to call it that, if you don't even want to get into the form of governance or whatever, it is centralized power, whether it be from a madman, uh, strongman, dictator, or just a strong central government, that it, it is the common denominator in the largest human suffering events in history. And so you look at what's going on today and you, you look at, you know, hey, I just as a pleb here and just as a Bitcoiner, what in the hell can I do about Russia, about Putin? And, and uh, you know, uh, there's so many problems. What the hell can I do about it? You know, when you look around the, when you look around the world, it's nothing but problems. But, you know, now that we know the common denominator, maybe we know how to solve. I'm just saying that. And uh, what what is what 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 is what is the food that feeds a dictator and it's money? Everybody, every dictator, every leader that they need money. That's why they tax. That's why they print money. That's why they create these systems to ex- extrapolate money from the plebs from us to them, and uh, they need the money. And this is why I Bitcoin is because Bitcoin finally, for the first time in human history, finds a way to separate the money from the state. And, uh, you know, this is very much a trope. It's very much cliche among our circles of, you know, fix the money, fix the world. You know, but it, it is so true. And that's why Bitcoin is, is, much, is so much bigger than number go up. It's so much bigger. It doesn't matter... It doesn't matter if we're stuck at $3,000 of Bitcoin for the rest of eternity. If it frees mankind, it is worth every effort that we've made. Uh, 
and you know the the number go up technology that's just that's our marketing that's all it is we're, i'm here to fix the world fix the money fix the world this is uh this is not about you know a great tech stock investment which is what most people think this is this is about fundamental human rights the right to live your life without the boot uh, on your neck telling you what to do you know I mean just just look at the world right now you've got Julian Assange in jail for the crime of journalism uh, tell me how a, a strong state uh, isn't to blame for that uh, uh, look at all the COVID restrictions look at Canada Canada said you can't peacefully honk your horn uh, you're a terrorist that that is from the Trudeau government, they, they classified truck drivers honking their horns, not even honking their horns after the first few days. They classified those guys and gals as terrorists, the same as Al-Qaeda, okay? The, they, they classified them as terrorists. Now, t- tell me who the government fears. I, I guarantee it's not the, the, the second-generation bin Laden. It's not... It's not some foreign power. They don't even care about Putin. They fear us. They fear losing control of the plebs. And the, 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 you know the, this is why what we are doing is so, so, so important. And you know it, we're kind of in the, uh, you know, the, the saying, and I don't know who it's attributed to. I've heard Gandhi. I've heard other people. The, the quote, you hear it a lot in Bitcoin, but for those of you that aren't that into the Bitcoin culture, you know, the, the saying goes, and I think it was Gandhi, but like I said, don't, don't quote me on quote, whoever I'm quoting. Uh, first they ignore you. Then, then they mock you. They laugh at you. Then they fight you and then you win. And we are definitely entering the fight stage. You know, the, you know, from the beginning, they ignored it, you know, 2013 probably didn't even know about it until PayPal shut off Julian Assange and they wanted to use Bitcoin uh, to fund WikiLeaks against the, uh, believe it or not, against the wishes of Satoshi, who said it wasn't wasn't ready for, for the uh, that type of scrutiny. And you know what? Satoshi was right. A- a- in 2013 or 2014, 13, 12, I don't know, w- whenever that was breaking, Bitcoin could not have withstood a state-sponsored attack. But now you see Bitcoin has is weathering state-sponsored attacks. Uh, China kicked out all banners, says Bitcoin's illegal. Guess what? TikTok, next block, the Bitcoin network was unaffected, didn't even notice it. Yeah, the hash, the hash rate dropped. And guess what? The hash rate's back to new all-time highs. That means the Bitcoin network, as of today, has never been more secure. So it doesn't matter if it's a, the Chinese Communist Party. They can't stop Bitcoin. The Canadian government can't stop Bitcoin. Nobody can stop Bitcoin. You can, you can do all kinds of things that, that will make it hard. But guess what? In the long run, Bitcoin wins. Because you know what? Bitcoin is freedom. And, and I, I believe down to the deepest parts of my soul that freedom will always win because you cannot stop 
You cannot stop the human desire to be free. And as more and more people are waking up to all the bullshit that these governments have been doing to us for decades, for centuries, for millennia, uh, all this stuff that government has been doing, and when people are waking up and saying, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to participate. I'm going to peacefully, peacefully opt out of this system, and I'm going to buy Bitcoin. I'm not going to fund your war machine. I am not going to allow you to use my blood, sweat, and tears to to kill people on the other side of the world. It, I won't allow it. And Bitcoin is our peaceful revolution. It's the way to opt out. It, we don't have to be part of the system. And, you know, I go back and forth with a lot of people. You know, I, I've got a good friend, Tim, if you're watching, I'm talking to you. He said that uh, be, before the United States will accept Bitcoin as legal tender or whatever, uh, he said they'll roll tanks and they'll go house to house confiscating Bitcoin. And I just don't believe that. I I, I believe there that P Bitcoin can peacefully win. And I think you're starting to see it now. And uh, you're starting to see it now. I just saw a speech last night from Ted Cruz, like him or hate him. Uh, he gave a speech to CPAC. Uh, and I, I mean, so, so, you know, he was a former presidential candidate, uh, a prominent center. Like I said, like him or hate him, you can't take away that he's a prominent voice in the U.S. Senate. And he, the speech was pro-Bitcoin. And I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked. And, you know, keep in mind, politicians are just windsocks too. But, you know, th that at least shows you where the, the political right in America, where the winds are blowing. You know, I think a lot more people than the mainstream media, than uh, – then, you know, then the, the establishment wants us to know are waking up and understanding Bitcoin. I mean, last two years, the IRS asked questions about it. Why do they want to know? Because it's, we, we are hitting, we are hitting the point on the curve where mass adoption is not far off. And, and we're no longer the, the lunatics talking about uh, made up magic internet money. And, now it's it's up to us to tell people why this is so much bigger than just buying a buying a tech stock that's going to 10x and you're going to get rich lambos moon boys you know we're all going to be rich uh we're all going to get girlfriends right uh but th this this is uh this is so much bigger than that this is about literally freeing humanity and it sounds like oh my god yeah you know most of the people in the United States don't appreciate the, the, the condition of most people in the world. And, you know, it's just something that I think everybody, if you're listening to this, you should take time and reflect of how lucky you are if you are in uh, the United States. But look at how fast it can go away once you threaten their power. Look at Canada. Canada classified truckers honking their horns, honking their horns as terrorists okay there was i've never in my life seen a more peaceful protest they were fucking dancing in the streets it was a goddamn block party and yeah you know what i'm sure it was annoying as hell to trudeau and his uh comrades but you know it, it was nothing if it wasn't peaceful 
And to classify those people as terrorists, it's it's shocking. But but it shouldn't be shocking. It, it just shows you who the state fears. Like I said, who does the state fear? They fear us. And they, they should fear freedom money because their money printer is going away and there's not much that, that they can do about it. And I apologize for uh, rambling today. Didn't really have a coherent point here, but I, I just wanted to get on and share with you what I'm thinking. You know, I mean, I, I guess the whole point here is what is the common denominator? What is the common denominator and its centralized government, its centralized power is, is not a good thing for us. It's not a good thing for the plebs. You know, just, you know, all of us, if you're like me and you just want to be left alone, you just want to, you know, go, go do your eight hours and come home and, you know, maybe watch a football game or drink a beer. It, it, it's not that they're not for us. So anyhow, uh, I appreciate you if you've made it to this point, listening to my ramblings today. And, uh, what do you think? I mean, is, am, am I off way off track here? Is, uh, am I missing something? Is, is the, uh, common denominator, not centralized power? What is it then? You know, hop on the telegram. Uh, let me know. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. So anyhow, I will see you guys next week and, uh, peace out.